Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Parents are too involved in their kids' lives for too long. The data shows that's exactly what's going on. The question is whether or not it's as bad as we worried it would be. And by we, I mean me. It's Jason. Welcome to Drive Time. Nice to have you with us today. We were visiting with some friends last night. They have younger kids. One is going into sixth grade. Another is in kindergarten. They're really involved, right? They're in the thick of it. This is go time for parenting. Your kids are not independent in most ways. And all of us who've had kids, like you've sort of been there. The idea when my kids were young was that you'd sort of step back as time goes on. You're there for support. You never stop parenting, really. But you transition. And what... The data shows is that young adults right now, 18 to 25, are more reliant on their parents than any other generation. My question to you is that, is it good or bad? Are we, as parents, creating a generation of kids who are sort of still attached to us? I don't want to be over dramatic and say like that we've gener- uh, raised a generation of kids who are still kids, but sometimes it feels like that. Six five one four six one nine two two six. It's different than when my parents raised me. I was the oldest of four, and the expectation is on me to call them. So I moved out of town. My parents do not text me. They don't call me. Perhaps you're like me where you've had that weekly conversation with out-of-town parents. And it comes up like, oh, your dad was in the hospital this week, had a minor procedure. What? (laughs) There is a middle ground between the level of involvement of my parents and the level of involvement that we're seeing with Gen X parents. My generation. And then what we'll see going forward. Here is the information in in the New York Times today, but it comes out of a couple of surveys from Pew Research Center. The percentage of young people who say they reach out to a parent at least once a day or a few times a week, right? So for young women, 70% send texts at least a few times a week. So this is this is 18 to 34-year-olds, 70% send texts. And you think like, well, that's, that's fine, right? Is that fine? I don't know. I have to say I have a visceral reaction when another parent says, I text my adult child multiple times a day. And maybe I'm wrong. 55% 
phone or FaceTime or video chat at least once a day. Is this good for young people? I mean, the data is sort of all over the place, right? You look at our youngest generation, kids 34 years old and uh, kids. See, I just did it. (laughs) Adults 34 and younger. And you say mental health in that generation is challenged. Now, there is a global pandemic. The, pol- the social media coverage of the politics of today certainly makes you feel like the world is falling apart. And frankly, the newspaper maybe makes you feel like the world is falling apart. So I get that. So it's hard to draw a, a, a causal line here, right? Is the hyper-involved parenting leading to a, a generation that's like more babyish, more reliant on, on mommy and daddies, Or is just like the world situation is bad, and so that's why you have some of this mental health issue. What some of the experts say is that both things are true. And if you survey the parents and you survey the young adults, everybody seems okay with it. Which, again, doesn't tell you that it's good or bad. I can speak for myself. When I was 22 and starting my first job uh, three hours away from my family's home, the last thing I wanted to do was to hear from my family every day. (laughs) And I love my parents. Like, I had a very healthy relationship with my parents. Daily texting, daily, I mean, we didn't have texting. Back then, you see, you had to, like, get a telegram and then give it to a pigeon, and a pigeon would take it over. 651-461-9226. One texter says it's way harder to be a young adult now than when I was a young adult. Is that true? Is it harder? I think there are aspects of it that are harder, right? Like the fact that your life is also a performance art piece that it's out there for the world. You see this performative posting from your friends that makes you question your own success, your own income, your own life. That is harder. But like you have a different level of connection. You still can stay in touch with your friends. Back when I moved out to Davenport, Iowa and didn't know a soul, um, you know, you had to make friends there because we didn't have sort of the instant communication that people have now to stay in touch with their old friends. I do think that's one big change I see generationally. A lot of my generation, when you moved off to college or if you moved away, you had to find new friends. Whereas... Younger colleagues of mine, I I see them like traveling all over the country to go hang out with their their college friends or their high school friends. And I, I feel that's a generational shift. And I think that's I don't know. I think that's a good. It's fine. That's a fine thing. Well, I mean, it's technology, right? I yeah. Mean, it, it, technology gives you both tremendous advantages if you're, you know, a 25 to 35 year old now, say with then when we, you and I were 25 to 35 and those same technologies bring with it tremendous complications. 
So it's both. Yeah. Just like you know, the experts are saying. And that's what the experts are yeah, saying, right? Like, are they over-reliant on helicopter parents? Yes. And does that seem to be okay with everyone? Is everyone happy with it? Also, yes. One of the things that get, that's brought up here that I'm curious what people think about this, it's 651-461-9226. The baby boomer generation was sort of the generation that had this, like, I don't know. It's sort of like the animal kingdom method where you raise the child and then then you kick them out. And prior to that, you had this idea of more of like a family house where the family's support was multi-generational. It wasn't you get kicked out. And so perhaps what technology is enabling is more of a return. Maybe that baby boomer era is the weird era, not the way things are being done today. I do think that we certainly, and and I think about this in the way I parent my kids, right? Like I'm way more empathetic and supportive of their concerns. Well, I don't want to say I'm more empathetic and supportive than my parents were, but we just didn't talk about that kind right. of it stuff. Right, it just was a different context. That wasn't, it wasn't a trust me, Tell me about your life. Like, it was, but in a different, different yeah. Very different way. It's like I'm your mom. Like, we don't talk about your relationship problems. We don't talk about you analyzing who you are as a person. Like, that's just not. And also back then, like, we weren't necessarily analyzing who we were as a person. Like, life is so different. It very much is. But I do, and some of it is my own bias, right, where you say, like, this is the way I do it. I still worry about what – and I guess if parents are willing to spend all of their empty nester years still constantly providing that sort of support to their kids, then fine. Then it's fine. What's the difference? Well, and that's the other point that I wanted to bring up, too, is that we're talking about trends, right? I mean, these certainly aren't universal. Um, because I, I know, in fact, I know personally some folks whose parents kind of helicopter a little bit and their response isn't to become more needy. Their response is to be, you know, sort of push it off and say, well, let me show you. If you think that I can't handle this on my own, I'm going to show you how I can handle this on my own. Yeah. So it sort of pushes yeah. them in the other direction. Now that's, again, that's not universal either. Right. But these are, my point overall is that there are trends. There's, I know people my age whose parents are helicopterish. Versus other parents right. in my age. So it's it's not a universal thing. But of course. Imagination. At the end of the day, you know, which is the worst way to start a sentence ever. Right. <laughs> you, you, we, you, every parent is just trying to do the best they can. Absolutely. To try to produce successful human beings in, in their children. Right. And everybody has a different way of going about it. Uh, but every, that's what I mean. I don't know any parent that doesn't want their kids to live full, happy, successful lives. Right. I do think that parents sometimes are doing all of this kind of hyper-involved parenting more for the good of themselves mm-hmm. than it is for the long-term good of the kid. Are they well, aware of that or is that no, just a No, I don't think they're intentionally thing. doing it that way. But the reality is what you get out of it when your kid doesn't live in your house anymore is a continued sense that you're still needed. You're still relevant. You've spent 20 
30 years parenting. And then all of a sudden you're not. And I worry about that. 651-461-9226. Lots of text. Our parents staying too involved for too long with their kids. We'll keep the conversation going out of Friday here on Drive Time. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, so I just fact-checked myself, right? I went into my text messages to see how often I'm texting my 18-year-old who's off at college. I mean, classic talk show host move, right? Tell parents they're too involved with their kids for too long. Now, my kid is 18 at college. Twice a week is the average, going back a couple weeks. Some weeks it's one. Some weeks it's three days. You're not hovering. I don't think twice a week is hovering. No. In this survey, and we're talking about 18 to 34-year-olds. So to me, there's a different level of involvement at 18 to 22. Sure. And you sort of step it back. And there's actually a book that gets at this issue. Might be more like 25, 26 on the high end now these days. Yeah, right? probably. The insurance bit. Yeah, and the re- the reality is life is more expensive. Kids have more debt. Like, I'm not trying to say in any way that life as a kid today is the same as life as a kid was Certainly for not. us yeah, back not. 25 years ago. Not close. This book is called Failure to Launch, When Your 20-something Hasn't Grown Up and What to Do About It. And you would think the psychologist who wrote this book... um would say, yeah, like parents are a little over-involved. Like you need to dial it back. Mm. But what he said is that the prioritization of a parent's relationship with their kids and attending to their kids' needs does help children succeed. He said there is a small subset that it does kind of inhibit the youngster's ability to develop into an adult. So there are some kids that it affects. But the truth is, uh, young people, when you look at student debt, 43% of young people in their late 20s today have college debt. Our cohort, it was 28%. Mm. That's a big difference. Yes, it is. It's a big difference. But I don't think we're all doing, like, let's also dial down, like, the high-level stuff. Most of the day-to-day communication that's going on with kids and adults is not, let's talk about your financial situation. Right. Mostly it's friendship, I think. The text, many texts coming in. People, as you would expect, have all different views. And this one is right on. Some of these kids are providing support to their parents on a daily basis. That's sort of what I was getting at on, like, how much of this is the parents need that. They need to be needed. They need the friendship. Sometimes it's maybe, you know, if you're 30, you certainly could have a parent in a medical situation or, you know, that needs that support. Maybe this is all. I'm reticent to just 
say this is all because technology. It's all because it's easier to do it. Technology has facilitated it. It's a big part of it, but it's not the whole thing. But we do it because every generation of parents wants to do it differently than their parents did. And our boomer parents were mostly work hard, get a job, and get out of the house. And so Gen X parents are, we see you. We understand your challenges. Now, how how is this going to work out in 10 years? I don't know. Another texter. My daughter and I talk or text daily. It may be just us, but I like the connection with her and her family. Son-in-law, lovely grandbabies. She is not over-reliant. We are just supportive of each other. Sounds sounds great. Sounds great. I'd be curious to hear the daughter's unbiased opinion on that too. And I'm not judging yeah, it. I'm right. But I'm in this curious. in this survey, and obviously <laughs> the beauty of this survey is that you don't know which group is in which group. Yeah. So seven in ten parents say they're satisfied with their level of involvement in their grown child's life. Just seven percent say they're too involved. Two out of ten say they'd like more involvement. But when you survey young people, the 20-somethings, the results are the same. They are equally satisfied, 7 and 10. Now, the problem is if you got 30%, maybe yeah. 60% are misaligned. It doesn't correlate necessarily. Right. Yeah. Right. I think it's really interesting. It is one of the, you know, I, we were talking about this with friends the other night who have the the young kids and and talking about the fact that so many of our friends as adults end up like parents of other kids, parents of your kids' friends, parents of your hockey team, you know, when all the kids are on a basketball or soccer or hockey team, you end up hanging out with the parents. There is this sort of interconnectedness of parent life with kid life that is something Alyssa and I have always sort of rebelled against. And I feel very in the minority on this. We've tried to have our own friends separate from our kids' lives. We've tried not to make our lives rotate around our kids. While still being very involved, I'm always going to, we go to all the stuff. We go to way more stuff than our parents did. But we've also tried to build a a separate life. And I don't know. Is that, is that Am I right or is everybody else right? Like, I don't know. I definitely would say our way of doing it is not the majority. Absolutely not the majority. This text, absolutely parents are too involved today. Afraid to let uh, their children fail. Yeah, I think think there is some of that. Let, Let your kids stress a little bit. If you're being a good parent, you train them in a way that they're learning every day and preparing for the day that you, as a parent, won't be there. Dan's Dan's point, and I, I agree with that 100%, and I also agree with Dan's point, that parents and kids, everybody's doing their best to be, well, not everybody, but the people who are trying to do their best are doing their best. 331, we'll take a break. Uh, three disasters and puppies on a Friday. Make sure you stick around until Card D Sharks at four. We've got, well, we've got some concert tickets on the line. 
for today's Card to Shark. So keep it right here on Drive Time with Darasha. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 